This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Jager and Reed, Judy Jager and Bob Reed, in town tonight for a concert as we record this. Folks, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gary. First, a bit about yourself. Oakland is your home base right now. We've been in Oakland for about, now maybe four years right now. I'm, my mother lives nearby, so it was a place that we could plant ourselves and still be available. My parents lived for many years in Marin County, across the bay, so uh, I know that area quite well and am quite fond of it, actually. So give me a sense of your music, and let me start off by asking for early musical influences. Okay. I grew up in Canada, in a little town north of Montreal, and I had lots of folk music in my world. And I would say Leonard Cohen, Joni Mitchell, and Barbara Streisand are my influences. (laughs) All right. Bob, how about you? Oh, man. Uh, You were going to say the same thing. No. (laughs) I I would say Sam Cooke, Pete Seeger, Bob Dylan, uh, Chuck Berry, The Beatles. I grew up in a record store. B.B. King, James Brown. I had a lot of music surrounding me. And Barbara Streisand, too. All right. That that covers the waterfront, uh, as, as they say. So, you're on a, a tour now. You've got a couple dates in Colorado. What's ahead of you after the Westcliff concert? We're playing in Greenwood Village near Denver on Saturday night. And then we go to Fort Collins for another house concert. And we've been playing pretty much exclusively house concerts on this tour. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than uh, 40 people at $20 a head. They're listening. It's pin drop quiet. You know. You know. <laughs> you, you, exper- you experienced it. It's what we love to do. It's so intimate. It's good for everybody. Exactly. So as I look at your tour map, uh, you had West Coast and East Coast along with Colorado. How does that all come about? Do you book it yourselves? Judy does all of our booking. Our East Coast trip this time is going to happen because we were invited by our friends, the Black Feathers, who are touring from uh, the United Kingdom. They invited us to, to open for them in Rockport, Massachusetts. So we're going to leave our car in Denver, fly to the East Coast, do a couple gigs out there, and fly back to Denver, and then drive home. Things get complicated occasionally on the, <laughs> on the touring, I know. Now, touring is a challenge. It, you can rack up costs on days you're not playing, etc. How do you make that work? So far, it's working for us. We are often, in fact, almost always hosted by the house concert hosts. We get to stay with them. And if you're lucky, like with uh, Bob here in big in at the Big View house concert series, we're staying a couple days. We came a day early, we're going to stay an extra day after. And, and so we try to minimize the hotels. And um, with house concerts, you can make enough that uh, it'll cover your costs, certainly, and go home with money in your pocket, too. Mm-hmm. We may not leave. <laughs> We've decided we like Westcliff. <laughs> Westcliff is a pretty place. You've hit it at a nice time of year. For folks unfamiliar with your music, how do you describe it? That's a good question. We often ask people, ask our audiences how they would describe our music, and they kind of get puzzled looks on their faces. (laughs) I think our, our influence, we are very strongly based in harmony. Mm-hmm. Our instruments harmonize, our voices harmonize, and we try to 
write songs that are respectful of our audiences. So they're intelligent songs, intelligent lyrics, and we collect some wonderful songs. So there'll be some songs that people have heard, but maybe not quite the way that we do them. I always think that people like to hear songs they know, and hearing covers from a band like yours it tells the audience something about where your influences were, what you'd like. You're doing mainly house concerts right now. Do you have a pretty much a set list that you take from town to town? Because the audience is, is all new. Yeah, that's such a good question. We came away on this tour with a basic list, and I don't think we've played exactly that list any of the nights we've played. Tonight will be our ninth date on this tour, and we like to see who's there. We meet people ahead of time, and we often modify. We add something in that wasn't planned, or we change up the order. You know, we, we, we like to be responsive to the people who are mm-hmm. there. Or if the audience is a singing audience, mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll add some more songs that they can sing along to. <laughs> That's the great thing about uh, being a duo and playing to a small audience. You can really be flexible. And if you see the Rolling Stones on stage in an auditorium, they are not going to vary at all <laughs> because there's 12 people up there probably. So, uh, Tell me a bit about the Bay Area in terms of music. Is it a place that you end up playing or is it just a home base for you? Well, we certainly do play there. Uh, We've played house concerts, and there are some listening rooms in San Francisco and in the East Bay as well that we play occasionally. COVID really put the the big squash on a lot of the listening rooms that are really small and intimate where you're sitting very close to people. But a number of them have survived, and we're hoping to get back there. We did several concerts on our driveway. Okay. We did regular concerts. Every month we'd do a concert out on drive, and our neighbors would come just because we needed a place to play and people had nowhere to go to, to listen to music. The radio station during COVID attached a trailer to a pickup truck and a sound system and drove around the town Yay. And, and took the music to the people. Yay, <laughs> great. So what's in your CD player these days? I have been listening to our new album, non-stop for the last six months, I think, just to get it out, to get it finished. There's not a lot of space in my head for other music, but I do love to listen to Jackson Brown. I love to listen to um, Joni Mitchell. And I listen to Patty Griffin mm-hmm. and Jason Isbell. Oh, David Wilcox. I love to listen to David Wilcox. Truth is, I don't listen to a lot of music because I'm usually, I've got music in my head and I don't want to displace it with somebody else's ideas but mm-hmm. i do i do enjoy other people oh. and that happens to me uh, uh when i ha- when i'm writing a song i have a lot of things in my head i don't necessarily listen to other people on the other hand there are certain songs by certain artists that i'll put on and i'll play on a continuous loop even while i'm writing it helps me mm-hmm. it's kind of strange but it works for me everybody has a different technique uh, you're naming people that are very familiar to the radio station David Wilcox has always been one of my favorite writers. Jackson Brown is going to be at Red Rocks uh, in the not-too-distant future right there in Denver. So, And Jason Isbell, I play Vampires, the Vampire song, quite a bit on that. Let me ask about your CDs. Uh, you brought in a couple CDs. You said you were working on one. Uh, how many CDs in your uh, collection, if you will? Well, for the first time, we're able to say two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago we said we had an album. Now we can say our first and our second as of 
uh, two weeks ago. We had it in our hands. Uh, the day before we left on this tour is when I picked up picked them up from the reproduction guys. And looking at your two albums, how has the sound, the songwriting, production uh, changed? Or has it at all? That's a good question. I need to sit down and listen to it objectively, the new album. Now, our first album, well, both albums are a mix of original material and songs that we've collected from other people. There's a, a Kate Wolf song on the first one. There's a, oh, on both of them, there's Kate Wolf songs. There's a Joni Mitchell song on the first one. There's a Pete Seeger song on, the, on both of them. Is that right? Certainly on the There's first turn, one. turn, turn. Oh, so that's right. Both yeah. albums. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm think I'm still too close to it to really understand the difference. The first time we went into a studio and pretty much just had to record the songs right there in the studio, and that was it. Pretty pretty much live. We had some people come in, put on cello, put some percussion on. The other one we did at home. Mm-hmm. And I played more of the instruments on the second one, so there are there's more instrumentation. It was fun. I learned some new instruments doing this, <laughs> and hopefully people will survive. And I like both albums. I feel like the second one we had been playing together longer. I feel like the second one, which is called "What a Trip," has a real trajectory, a story to tell, a journey. Uh, whereas the first one might have been more of a mixture of songs that we love and songs we had written. There's a few songs we wrote together on the second album, and I'm, I'm proud of both of them. If through the magic of radio, we could assemble four or five musicians in your living room with you guys playing, and these folks are living or dead, who might you collect? I would want Leonard Cohen back, please. How about you, Bob? Jennifer Warnes, uh, Jackson Brown... Some of them could be problematic. I could see them all. The chemistry <laughs> might be a little odd. <laughs> I have to think about that one. <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to music, uh, even if the chemistry's tough, once the music starts, it could work pretty well. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Chuck Berry. I'd like, to, I'd like to sit down with Chuck Berry. He, he might be a difficult house guest. How about John Prine? John Prine. Oh, my. Yeah. Hey, we're running short of time. You're playing a concert tonight. Good luck with that. The Westcliff audiences, I believe, are second to none. They're really good listeners. Thank you. All right. How about playing us a song? Sure. Yeah, we'd love to. And what what are we going to hear? We're going to play What a Trip, which is the title song of our second album. And our lives. (laughs) Great. We've got Jager and Reed doing What a Trip. Give that roulette radio 
Bob Reed, a.k.a. Jager and Reed, what a trip. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. Walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground I'm walking on a rainbow